Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of EastonCast. This will be my new podcast about music and more specifically like music that's very important to me. Um, this first episode will be about my 10 favorite albums of all time, which is constantly changing. So right now the list is it's really good. It, it fits my personal taste right now. Every single album has a per- personal connection. And I think this should be fun. I'm excited for this podcast. And um, let's get started. So for my first album on the list, we'll start at 10, is probably Swimming by Mac Miller. Um, It's just a great album. I, I like strongly recommend it. It's all the I'm pretty sure all the mixing was done live by Thundercat and he did all the production as well. And the album came out in twenty eighteen, shortly before Mac Miller's death. Um it's just a it's a wonderful album. Um everything has like a bunch of like there's a bunch of like I don't know how to explain it. Like, uh, there's pianos and stuff, obviously. Um, it's not what I was saying, though. So Thundercat definitely was a big part of the production of everything. And he actually, on the Tiny Desk concert they did for this, um, so Mac Miller was asking Thundercat to come in and help with him performing what's oh i think it's what's good what's the use i'm sorry um anyway he helped him perform what's the use and he missed a concert for that and that's one of the last times mac miller performed so and i think it's personally the best uh the best like produced version of that song like that whole Tiny Desk concert with Mac Miller is wonderful. I strongly recommend it. Um, my favorite song off the album would have to be Two Thousand Nine. I love the, I love the violins, followed by like the simple piano melody, and then, of course, Mac Miller's voice. I know not a lot of people like his like dreary vocals, but like personally. It's one of my favorite things about his songs around this time period, especially going into, uh, sorry, Circles, which came out last year as his posthumous album, which was supposed to be a direct follow-up to Swimming. I just like his vocals on all of the songs, and I think every song off the album is good. If I had to pick a least fair, though, um, I don't really know if I have one. I'd have to think about it. Swimming, Mac Miller. Let's see. I guess my least favorite would probably have to be The Conversation Part 1. But it's not even a bad song. Like, there's... I just think there's not really any bad songs on that album. It's it's a wonderful album. I strongly recommend it to most people. I, I could get how someone wouldn't like it, but, like... I don't think it's under a six for anyone. And the speaking of which, 
this is kind of like a off path, but Fantano gave it a three, and that's like his least justified review, in my opinion. Probably his worst review, honestly. Like, everyone always points to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Guys, it's not a 10. Hell of a life is trash. I'm just going to say it. Um, this, My beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is like a 9. Um... I get why people were upset for him giving it a six, but honestly, that's like a whole different tangent. Um, let's go on my ninth favorite album of all time, as it sits. Um, a Seat at the Table by Solange. This is also a wonderful album, and I think her main talent is probably her vocals, but I also think the beats on this album are great. Everything is like very well considered composed um my favorite song off the album would probably either be cranes in sky or don't touch my hair i really like and also there's just a bunch of good songs i mean mad with little Lil wayne is always good it's one of the only songs that swear on the album but it's really good still um, if I had to pick a least favorite, I don't know, probably, I really don't have one. I think every single album from this point forward is perfect through and through. Like every single interlude on this adds like a backstory to next track and it's like keeps your attention and it's just wonderful. It's a wonderful album. I, I strongly recommend. Um, now on to album eight, we have Whole lot of Red. A lot of people are going to disagree with me on Whole Lotta Red, but it's honestly one of my favorite albums of all time. Obviously, it's in my top 10. Um, I think every single song is innovative. It's creative. I love the vamp aesthetics of the album and everything, just how heavy hitting the beats are and his vocals on top. And he's not doing that like baby voice thing, which I really like about Playboy Cardi. Don't get me wrong. But I like his more aggressive tone. His like, never too much. And his little like breathing he does and stuff. And like the little beats in the album. The beats in the album were great. I'm not sure if it was still produced by... By uh... Why can't I think of his name? Who say I... Anyway, um... Anyway, what was I gonna say? The best songs off the album are probably Rockstar Made, Go to the Moon, Stop Breathing. There, there's like three in a row. Just hard-hitting songs. And then Memorphosis is great with Kid Cudi. I mean, it just... When you feel like this, you know? It, it really does put you in a mood. And, um... Also really like Fanfathom and New Neon is great. Sky has more cell beat and it's really good. And honestly, I love you. I hate you is really good as well. I don't think there's a single bad song on this album. Like I said, I think every single album from A Sea at the Table is just perfect. Um, there's really no problems with the album. And now we're going straight into number seven with Kid Seagos. This is a wonderful like short snippet Kanye did and gave us, gave us a taste of what was to come with Kanye's music because Donda has a very similar sound and Yandi was supposed to have a similar sound but it obviously got scrapped. 
um, and turned into Jesus is King, which is probably his worst album. And Kidsy Ghost is wonderful. He made so many projects that year. He was just on top of it. I think like two weeks after he released Kidsy Ghost, he released EA. And it's just everything about the seven track album is wonderful. Like, I mean, let's start listing tracks. They're all my favorite, probably. Feel the Love featuring Pusha T. I like how the beat chops in and out at the beginning. And then Kanye's little yelling with that rah, rah, da, da, da. I always like, I always like when Kanye does that. He does that on Heaven and Hell and wait, is it Heaven and Hell? Yeah, he does that in Heaven and Hell and Donda and uh, Fire is great. I love how it has like a different like tone from the rest of the album, rest of the album, but still keeps in that kid's goes. Kid Kai's great. Kanye's great. Everyone's doing their part. And Fourth Dimension's great. I love the Christmas sample. Everything about this song is wonderful. It's my personal favorite song off the album. It's just so wonderful. And it's like one of his, Kanye's best songs. It's definitely in his top 10. But this is like, I don't know if I would count it as just a Kanye song because Kid Cudi added to the song greatly, of course, with every single song on this album because it's their collaboration. Free is great. It's a follow-up to Ghost Town. They're just... Ghost Town's the best song off of Ye. This is the best song, one of the best songs off of Kids. He goes... Um, Reborn is great. It, it's why I listen to when I'm sad. I need I need a little pick me up. Just keep moving forward, you know. Uh, Kidsy Ghost is really good too. I like the beat. I like the aesthetic of the whole album. Like I was saying, and cutting montage is great. Um, I mean, I just love Kid Cudi. I love Kanye. They're my two favorite artists right now. I mean, I like Frank Ocean more than Kid Cudi, but top three still um now we're going on to man on the moon the end of the day great album by kid Kai, one of the best debut albums of all time uh i i would say the best day it probably is the best debut now that i think about it yeah um man on the moon it's just it's so wonderful and everything about the album everything about everything about it whoa it's just wonderful. I mean, soundtrack to my life is my personal favorite off the album. I love the looping guitars. And my dreams is great. Simple as Solo Dolo, Heart of Lion, My World, Day and Night, Sky Might Fall, Intergalactic, Alive, Kick Kaizone, Maker Say, Pursue Happiness, Higher, Up, Up, and Away. All great songs. All like... If I had like a favorite, like 500, or so- 500 songs, they'd all be in there if I wasn't limiting to one song per artist. I mean, everything about this album is wonderful, and the cover art is beautiful. My personal favorite co- cover art from Cuddy, though, is Man on Moon 3. I also like the second album's cover art a lot. It's very iconic. I mean, everything about this album is great, but I'm sure everyone already knew that. It's... If you haven't checked it out, I strongly recommend it. The 808s on this thing are crazy. 
um, his vocals. I like how he mixes like singing with rapping with humming. I mean, he was one of the first artists to do it at the time. He was bigger than Drake. I mean, he's just wonderful and everything about his music. He's having a hard year this year, but hopefully next year he's doing better and better stay in mind because I love Kikai. I, I care about him. He's wonderful. Anyway, with that being said, we'll move on to my fifth fair album, Lemonade. Lemonade is just great. I don't think Lemonade really has a genre uh, by Beyonce, of course, and it's just everything about it i mean every single song has like a different tone to it but all works together in a way sandcastles i think it had some writing from mike dean out of all people um mike dean's been in the game forever i love the man he's helped produce all of like trash scott's albums and kanye's albums and out the music scene would just be way different without mike dean he's been helping since Scarface, he's doing wonderful, and this whole album is just wonderful. Pray You Catch Me is great, the sample's great. Hold up, don't hurt yourself. Sorry, Six Inch is probably my favorite, actually. I love The Weeknd, Pesos Out in Mexico. I mean, I just like the hook, everything about it. Anyway, Daddy Lessons is a huge tonal shift, but I love the trumpets in the beginning. I, I don't mind country. It's not my favorite, but I think this song really works. And I think Beyonce does a great job over this this melody. And then Love Drought's great. Sandcastles, Forward, Freedom with Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar verses are always great. And this, no doubt, is one of his best. Um, Speaking of which, not a lot of people are liking his verse on uh, Keem's album with the top of the morning stuff, but I really like his verse. I like his, like, monotone, how he can go from monotone to high pitch. He kind of sounds like his own thing. Like, Kendrick's finally figured out his sound, and I feel like he has had his sound figured out since, like, Section 80, don't get me wrong, but, like, he's, like, mastered it. He sounds like, he sounds like his own thing. Like, he sounds like a West Coast rapper. He sounds like he's just in there, and he's he's doing like everything he needs to be doing as far as like music and stuff goes. He's he's great. And so is Baby Keem, by the way. That album's great. Anyway, All Night Formation, Sorry Original. Um I just love every song on this album. Beyonce's wonderful. What can I say about Beyonce that hasn't been said about her? She should have won she should have won the Grammy. And she got snubbed for not getting it. Anyway, let's move on to my fourth favorite album, Blonde. I love Blonde. Blonde is one of the first albums I listened to by Frank Ocean. I was a little late to getting into Frank Ocean. I actually started listening to him, let's say, I think actually last Christmas was the first time I heard him. But it was Christmas Eve, but still, I, I sat down, I listened to Blonde. It, it's just wonderful. I think everything about the album's great. Um, I mean, I don't even know where to start on this track list. It's just, it's a wonderful album. I mean, Nike's, Ivy, Pink and White, even the interludes, like Be Yourself, Good Guy, like, 
I like the interludes. I think Solo is a wonderful Frank Ocean song, and for a while it was my favorite. I even like the reprise. Um, my favorite song off the album, of course, being Nights. I like the beat switch for two reasons. It it symbolizes the middle of the album perfectly when it switches, and the whole tone of the album switches with it. And also the buildup with the guitars and the different loops of the beats. Everything just compiles perfectly to that perfect... Just when the beat switches, it's like perfect. It's the best thing I've ever heard in music. Nike's is great. I like his artistic choices with the vocals pitching up and stuff. I, I know some people don't like it. But I really like the vocals on that song. I always listen to White Ferrari when I'm when I'm down, but it's it's a good song. Um uh, my I even got my little sister to like White Ferrari. That's how you know it's good. She doesn't she doesn't even listen to Frank Ocean most of the time. Um Channel Orange is also great by Frank Ocean. I I think they're pretty much on par, but if I had to pick a fair one. I'd say Blonde is the better album. Future Nostalgia is also great. And so is that. The video. Be, video album. Before Blonde. Um, I think. Why can't I re- remember. What the album's called. It's not Boys Don't Cry. I don't think. Anyway. Just everything about this album is great. I really hope we're going to see more. Music from Frank Ocean. But. I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't at the same time. He's in a very hard place in his life. His brother died last year in a tragic car accident. He 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 has a clothing line going, which is great for him. And I, I don't really expect to see more out music from him. And I feel like if he left his discography where it is, he's a perfect artist. He's never made anything bad. I'd love to see music for him but I don't know if we will or not but it's always it'd be wonderful if we did and with that being said let's move on to number three with 808s and heartbreak this album is my favorite Kanye album and Kanye has meant so much to me for the past like two years when I found him I've known about him since like 2000, I don't know, I guess nine, because that's when my memory was like developed enough, because like Gold Digger would play all the time on radio, that kind of stuff, Um, he's always been like an influential person, this album has a tragic backstory, Um, his, he was supposed to make a follow-up to his whole college trilogy he did with uh, college dropout, late registration, and graduation. This was going to be him moving on from college with good-ass job. A lead single from the album being Mama's Boyfriend, which if you haven't heard Mama's Boyfriend, um, what are you doing listening to my podcast? Please go look it up on like YouTube or something. The energy of the song is amazing with the Billy Joel sample. 
and everything about that song is great and i strongly relate to it because i've had a mom who's jumped around like boyfriend to boyfriend as long as i can remember and with that um with that being said that album did not get made because shortly before he was going to release the album his mom passed um donda west and he made this album 808s and heartbreak and if his mom never died this album wouldn't been made and we wouldn't have people like Travis scott and earth or and kikai wouldn't exist because kikai guys got his start on this album with welcome to heartbreak with his hook and i think it's just wonderful that this album got made and i it's a tragedy that did get made though because we lost donda west in the making of this album in order for this to be made and he he never really got over his mom dying with with his album donda just coming out this year i mean i don't think he's gonna get over it and I think it really fuels like his public outburst because every month, every year around November, it's always, it's always the same. Um, every song on this album's great, of course. Um, my personal favorite being Pinocchio's story or Streetlights is my favorite Kanye album. I mean Kanye song of all time and probably my favorite song of all time in the grand scheme of things. I listen to a song depending on my mood and every single mood I'm in, it always just brings me back. I love the song, everything about it. Whenever I feel lost, I put on streetlights. It's just a great song and Heartless is great, of course. Um, Welcome to Heartbreak, Say You Will. Robocop, Bad News, Coldest Winter. Coldest Winter is one of the first Kanye songs I listened to, and it's wonderful. See You in My Nightmares by Lil Wayne is also great. Everything about that album is wonderful, and it's my favorite Kanye album. And I'm obviously, if you know me, a huge Kanye fan. And this being my favorite Kanye album, it does there was a spot on my top 10. And it's wonderful. And I I love him for it. I love every album he's ever made. He hasn't made a bad album yet. And he never will. Jesus is King is not a bad album. It's just not as good as Yandi. So um, if he did release Yandi, it would have been my favorite album of all time, by the way. Okay, on to To Pimp a Butterfly. What can I say about To Pimp a Butterfly that hasn't been said before? This is my second fair album of all time. Everything Kendrick did with this album. And believe it or not, everything was recorded in a studio. He didn't make a... Whoa. Wait, why didn't no one tell me? Kendrick had our song come out? August 31st? Okay, anyway. Cool. Um... So, Pimp of Butterfly, everything about this album is wonderful. Thundercat actually helped on this one again. Everything was recorded inside a studio, like nothing was made electronic, which is crazy to me. All right, sounds like it has 808s in it, and it does not. Everything about this album is great. I My favorite song 
probably you or I really like I really like I, but I like the SNL version better. I feel like it's a little cluttered on this album, but I still think it's wonderful. It's a great addition to this album. Um, Wesley Steary's great. For free, even, the interludes are great on this one still. For sale is better than for free, in my opinion. Mortal Man is great. Um, It just, this album is what established Kendrick Lamar as one of my favorite rappers in the game right now and he's doing wonderful and i love him um now to my favorite album of all time we have igor by tyler creator when i first discovered tyler creator i i listened to um the song why can't I think about what's called? It's like his most popular song. Well, it was for a while. Yonkers. Okay. So Yonkers was the first song I listened to by Tyler Creator. And then I went into this album. And it was a huge tonal shift. And I did not know how to react. Um, Everything about this album is just wonderful. The backstory, like the story in this album that he's Tyler's trying to tell with the love triangle. And he feels like Eeyore. As he's, like, looking in on this. Of course, the story goes. Igor, or Tyler, it's it's the same. Like, it's it's this alternate Igor. Igor. We'll, we'll go Igor. So, Igor is in love with this guy. And the thing about this guy is he's dating a girl. And um, I think... Earthquake just perfectly captures the feeling of love and having a crush. And it shows that he's so in love with this guy. Um, And then he goes on to, I think, where he's like, I think I'm falling in love. He knows he's falling in love. He tells the guy to take his mask off, like, stop dating that girl. You know you want me. It's just kind of, it starts to get toxic. Exactly what you run from, you end up chasing is just a great quote and it it adds a very, it's very impactful to this album. And then we go into running out of time. He's running out of time to make him love him. And he's just, Igor is going crazy. He's like, I need you to love me on this next song, New Magic Wand. He's going to kill the girl so that the guy has to be with him. He's plotting to kill this girl. He found a new magic wand, which in this case is a gun. And that girl's going to die. And if he, he if the guy doesn't pick a song, he's going to kill the guy too. And then with uh, a boy is a gun, he realizes how dangerous this guy is. He's He's like, you're so dangerous, man. And he's just like trying to avoid this guy but he comes back with the puppet like he's it shows how toxic it is Igor will do anything for this guy even though this guy doesn't want him back he's his puppet and the Kanye feature oh I haven't talked about any of the features the features are all great but the Kanye feature on puppet really adds to the song what's good is one of the more violent songs on the album He's starting to realize everything. He's he's frustrated. Igor is mad. And then with Gone Gone, thank you, he realizes it's probably time for him to move on. Thank you for the love. Thank you for a thought, which is a sample by, I forgot his name, but it's a really good song. 
I think the song's called Tsunami. I'm not 100% sure, though. Then we go into I Don't Love You Anymore. Igor has moved on. He's realized he doesn't love this guy anymore. And then he's pleading on the last song with Are You Still Friends? And actually, the last though in this song perfectly loops into Igor's theme, creating a perfect musical note. And this album is never ending. It's a cycle for Igor. And Igor is stuck in this cycle. It's the best album of all time. And... I think everything about the story of the album and everything about the how how Tyler Crater produced this album by himself is just everything's wonderful. It proves that Tyler Crater is one of the best artists alive right now. And I think his album of this year is the best album of the year. Um Flower Boy, everything he's been making, Flower Boy, Igor, and Call Me If You Get Lost are the best three albums of his of him and i think everything he's been doing is just wonderful and he needs to continue i love tyler crater and without him we probably wouldn't have artists like frank ocean and haji and earl sweatshirt i mean he started off future and he's doing great he's everything in music industry is right now and his persona is larger than life and i love tyler creator with that being said those are my top 10 fair albums and thank you for watching easton cast we'll catch you next week